0: It's always exciting. I'm like, ooh, an internet person. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure, yeah. It's always weird um, meeting internet people because you're like, oh, they exist outside of yeah, the computer, yeah, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah.
1: So, hey guys, welcome to Convincing Creatives. This is the very first episode. My name is Evan Kidd, and this is our first guest, Victoria Negri. Welcome to the show. Thanks. So basically the way we're gonna do this show, it's the first episode, so it's pretty much a very relaxed conversation uh, about an artist and like kind of what they're going through and what they're doing. So Victoria, you're here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. You wanna talk about that?
2: Indeed. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Um, so my film, Gold Star, is about uh, a young caregiver inspired by my experiences taking care of my father after he suffered a stroke. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of outreach within the caregiving community and um, yeah, UNC uh, wanted. It, it, they're having an, a conference on aging and caregiving, and yeah, they decided to screen Gold Star as a part of that um, to open up conversations about it.
1: Awesome! And so, for those who don't know, uh, Gold Star is Victoria's first feature film, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And also your just first film. It's in my general. first.
0: Yeah, my first f- uh, film that I directed.
2: That's
1: kind of rare.
0: Yeah, it's really stupid. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I, I would say do stupid. It. <laughs> do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, my feature was like maybe my like fifth film, but. <laughs> I wouldn't show it's anyone. It's hard no matter what, I right, think. Right, like, yeah. If
0: you're if you wanna do it, just, just do yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't show anyone my first first film and so like I applaud you for, you know, obviously showing it to people and obviously like it being worth seeing yeah thank you it's thank god Oof. yeah so that that's a that's huge, awesome. waste of time and
0: money <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well describe the process a little bit because i know like we talked about this on my last show how mm-hmm. we human um but i'm assuming there's probably some new viewers and listeners so if you just want to like run them through kind of you know a what gold star is about and kind of be the process of making it i know you know it was a very personal film so if mm-hmm. you want to talk about that
0: yeah, yeah um so It's been a long journey. It's Mm. been, um, to this point, over six years. I started writing it in 2011 after my father had a stroke. And um, yeah, I uh, didn't really know what the story was. I I had an original script um, about a a young woman goes on a road trip with her father to Mm. bring him to a a high school reunion when he's like 80 or 90 years old. And I, I tossed that out and decided to just make a film about uh, inspired by what I was going through, which was um, taking care of my dad when he couldn't move or speak or, you know, eat and just what it's like to feel uh, trapped within that experience. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I didn't initially decide, uh, know that I was going to direct it. I um, knew I would act in it. And then I started to interview directors and quickly realized that I had to be the one to direct the film because I wrote it. It's it's so um, specific. It's about uh, a caregiver who's really struggling and wanting to run away. And I wrote it with location in mind. Uh, imagining the film kept me up at night. So And I knew no one would work as hard on, his, on it as I would.
1: Right. And, and that's like super common with making your own film because yeah. I, I can only relate to that so, so, so much mm-hmm. because it's, uh, you know... When you write it, you kind of have a vision in your head and obviously when you make it, it comes out totally different
0: oh yeah yeah um,
1: <laughs> but but it's cool because you know when you are you know in charge of you know the production the casting and you know literally what craft is on the table to eat that day like it, it's a lot of responsibility but it also puts a super authentic stamp on the film mm-hmm. that I feel like you wouldn't get you know if you did hire a different director and you yeah know, you're sort of just there as a consultant you yeah like, you, you really get to to put yourself in the film and, and
0: so, I, I think it was less distracting because I think if somebody was giving me direction that i didn't think was honest to Mm -hmm. my experiences, um, going through the things that um, the film is inspired by, I would have not been able to give a good performance. I would have been really distracted. So um, yeah, I think it's strange how wearing multiple hats kind of helped my focus Mm -hmm. also.
1: Definitely. So, guys, so I actually have written questions today. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, always like <laughs> to go off the cuff a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I used to want to make films in the Hollywood system. And I think that's something that's kind of interesting because I know, like, when you first start making films... That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever have those ambitions and those dreams? Or for you, I know you took a different route because you mm-hmm. started in mm-hmm. acting, if that's correct. Yep. Yeah. And so then you kind of transitioned into the filmmaking side of things. Did you ever sort of have like, you know, oh, I want to go make, you know, the big CGI movies or, or have you always really wanted to tell, you know, smaller, more intimate stories?
0: Uh, yeah, when I first started, I wanted to act in really huge films. Yeah. I, lo- I, I, I really... Always thought it would be fun to be in an action film and like run around and do crazy stunts. Um <laughs> still could be fun. It would yeah. be fun. Yeah. And that's a good paycheck. Yeah. Um no, I mean I wouldn't turn down a big paying job. Sure, and, like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll direct a yeah. huge <laughs> film. Yeah. But for me, the things that I'm writing um are kind of weird and a little um uh outside the box and kind of the next thing I'm doing is a mix of genres um so yeah i don't really think about what's commercial i just think about Mm. like what i'm interested in yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i mean it's interesting because like i had the exact same thing like when i looked at the hollywood system from a younger age i I really you know fantasized about it and i just thought it was so amazing Mm. and as i got older and actually got into the craft and you know worked on a few you know tv shows and smaller things i kind of realized that system it's for a certain type of person. Yeah. And and I just don't think that if you, you know, I want to be careful when I say this. Consider yourself sort of an artur. It doesn't really cater to you, maybe unless you're Christopher Nolan, but like. I, I it's still, tough. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like how much. free. I mean, for me, it's I think about how much freedom do I have yeah. with my films. And I really want to be able to make bold choices and do right. crazy things. And if you're making a studio film. And I love how I'm saying this, like, as if I would, <laughs> as if right now it's like, right, serious, right. like hello, Victoria. Um, but if you're making that, like, how much freedom do they allow you? And right. I know certain filmmakers are lucky enough to have both to have right. the freedom and uh, make a film because we all want our films to be seen. Course. so to make a film that they know people will see that's, yeah. that's a cool thing
1: so so i guess like going forward into the independent space what is sort of your five-year plan uh because i always ask myself this after i made my first feature um spoiler alert it, it just usually doesn't blow up like the no. sunday dream i mean I'm, <laughs> no. i don't know if you can attest to that <laughs> yeah. um it, I'm, I'm very happy with what happened to that's it that's all it that just, matters it just wasn't you know if i I think it's good because I wish this version of myself could talk to myself from five years ago, and I think a lot of expectations would have been just in a better place. And uh, yeah, and I don't know, I just and you I, gotta
0: enjoy it do. too. Like, yeah. why are you? What's the point of doing it if you're not having fun? If you're just yeah. like, beating yourself up for like yeah. not getting into Sundance? Well, that's <laughs>
1: that's great advice, and I, I, I'm pretty sure you. Gave me that advice on oh, Twitter when I was right? about to make Sun of Clowns like years ago. Um, we know each other from Twitter, Twitter. so the internet. Yay.
2: Internet.
0: Um, internet. Yeah, the
1: internet. It's it's not always a terrible no, scary place. No, it's, it's yeah, yeah, good things happen <laughs> when you're not reading fake news. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore that fake news. <laughs> um, no, but like for real, like that was something you said, and, I, and it kind of like stuck with me. And like making your films, and like remembering to have fun, and remembering that you're on set doing something you love, and even if you know you're doing what you're I did, people or, that you. You yeah. hopefully
0: like just wanna be wanna hang out with yeah. and make stuff with. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome.
1: Some of the best memories I had on set was like going out to eat after mm. and like just talking to like three in the morning. And like yes. it was, it's just it's just good because it's, it's like a summer camp. Like, yeah. Honestly.
0: You become like a little family. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and it's rare because it flies. Yeah. Like that whole like production schedule, like it seems so daunting at the start, but man, it just mm. it, it was like a blink of an eye.
0: Yeah, like one like, of my favorite memories from my shoot was um we were actually ahead of schedule so our last day we knew we would be fine and i was like let's just stay up and hang out yeah so we were up until 3 a.m telling ghost stories oh cool and like eating snacks and i was like oh well, maybe we should go to bed and it was like a really easy acting day for me the next day it was yeah. a lot of like me walking outside the bar and sitting down and not like crazy emotional like, stuff
1: like the, the b-roll shots yeah it was
0: like b-roll filler we those shots until the are really
1: funny because they're really uh, i guess common in indie films like yeah. when i made son of clowns like i had my lead actor do so much like sitting and walking yeah. and moping and he was just like why am i walking around so much?" i'm like it, it, you need it for the you gotta film. move yeah you, got, you just you gotta, gotta show in, it's like,
0: moving in the space He's like
1: i'm not saying anything I'm like that's the point that's exactly <laughs> you, know? you got it right but it was great and like it, i think it worked out in the end but it, it's definitely i see exactly what you're saying yeah. um so i'm gonna jump into like some critiques about just filmmaking in general mm. and i'm just curious like to get your thoughts on this mm-hmm. because um convincing creatives is the title of this podcast i and love so it so it has a dual meaning it's you know convincing uh, creative people to make work and hopefully their work is convincing but it's also sometimes creatives need the convincing like mm-hmm. sometimes we go through seasons where it's great and sometimes we go through like dry spells and oh it's man like, i i, need creativity. I lose yeah. complete
0: confidence all the time i'm Every like day. why yeah. i'm that uh, no one should uh, yeah well, I,
1: I, sometimes I, I feel like there's a front that's put up in the indie film world or film world where it's like, you just want to look as cool and busy as possible. Yeah,
0: look at me working nonstop yeah, and look how and good it like, is. it's like, here's
1: a selfie of me with a red. Yeah. And, and now I'm a filmmaker. I mean... and. and <laughs> I'm I'm totally for anyone who wants to make a film, like taking their iPhone and and calling themselves a mm-hmm. filmmaker. I believe in that 100%. Um and even if you do it with a Red, like I that's great too. But like there's a certain mentality that I feel like is becoming more and more common where people aren't so much making films as they are, you know, saying that I'm a filmmaker but the last thing they made was, you know, one short in, in film school. Mm. And and I feel like you do have to have output. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I feel like where's the line? You
0: I feel know. like you work, every time I look, it's like, oh, I directed another music video. It's awesome. It's Like fun you're doing direct. a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, sometimes I have a hard time saying no to things. That's so tough, <laughs> too. Yeah. I, I like working, I like being busy. Um, one of my idols is Henry Rollins. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. who he is. He, he just is a workaholic. Yeah. And I, I mean, I definitely think it's healthy to take breaks. Like yeah. he works way too hard, probably. But there is something to be said, I think, uh, in my opinion, and just from what I found, on constantly working on things that maybe originally you wouldn't just go for, but Mm. you'd have to, like, force yourself to be creative about Yeah. Like, I've started directing uh, other people's scripts, and that's interesting. Yeah, I'm just
0: doing that. I'm directing a short in June that I didn't write. And it's really interesting because it gives you some freedom, too, because it's like, okay, this isn't my thing fully. Yeah. And what can I do to like right. put my stamp on it? Also, yeah, which is it, cool.
1: It's it's different because uh, you know you do have to. I guess it's like we were saying earlier. There mm-hmm. is a little level of care you have to take with you know who's ever scripted actually is. Right. Like what did they?
0: What do they intend?
1: Yeah, you don't want to like just steamroll over <laughs> it because <laughs> I mean it's that could happen. Um, but you also you know have your own stamp as an mm-hmm. artist, and you want to make sure that's there when it's all yeah like why
0: did they choose you to direct it? and they
1: would have you know chosen you for a reason Mm -hmm. i'm assuming so they want a certain look or a certain flavor um that's yeah that's really interesting um so, so, kind of another question I had was was media today is so prevalent, and so mm-hmm. powerful. Whether it's you know just people releasing you know vines back in the day, or you right, know Snapchat gone. story. Yeah, RIP vines. <laughs> I Vine. don't do
0: Snapchat. Really? I joined Snapchat. I don't like it that much. And I, I was like, I'm I'm too old for Snapchat. I feel I don't, like Snapchat. There's nothing I can put I, on it.
1: Uh, I have a younger sister who just All recently right. graduated high school, and like Snapchat is totally her demographic.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: I feel like I missed it, and like I, I way, I'm done. get it, nope. but I don't get it. Um, I don't. I don't. I, I try to stay active on all social media platforms because my, my thought is like, if if one person listens from it, then that's maybe one person that would. Come I mean, I wouldn't getting, know you. you know. Know. Yeah, I mean that's true. We would never have met that if not for Twitter. Happened. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, social media is cool in that way, mm-hmm. no doubt. Um, but I definitely think as as we go forward, it's gonna it's gonna be for younger and younger demographics yeah. as the new apps and stuff mm-hmm. come out. I can't keep. And up now with I just feel really old. Yeah, that.
0: I deleted <laughs> Snapchat. It's... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, like kind of connecting into the media, though. Like, I feel like the media is powerful in that, you know, we have an iPhone in pretty much everyone's pocket. Mm -hmm. Sean Baker, he made his film on an iPhone. I think that sort of kick started. A lot of stuff uh with you know iphone filmmakers mm-hmm. which is awesome like i love seeing that um that actually really energizes me because i start to think if someone can do that yeah i wh- shot something what's on my excuse iPhone.
0: did you yeah, How'd that yeah. Go? i didn't release it uh it was fun yeah. yeah i just got some friends together we were trying to like start this like mini collective of people we all had made a feature mm-hmm. and we all wanted to figure out how to just like quickly make another feature mm-hmm. and everyone kind of went in different directions at the end of the day but something we all did was decided we knew we had a, a doctor office for a location so we said let's all each write like a two-page script act in each other's shorts and do it on our iphone and it was fun we used like a selfie stick
1: (laughs) 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 and and it worked out like you liked the product i guess it
0: doesn't look horrible we had lenses for the um like we use some of the same equipment sean baker used that's awesome and It's fun to just experiment with it. Like I had no intention of like doing anything with it, but it's just like trying try experimenting with stuff.
1: That's like so rewarding because I feel like um, like, you know, especially once you get a feature under your belt, like you start, I, I say this cause I've done it too. Like you start to forget that like, hey, I'm allowed to take my iPhone and spend two hours walking around yeah. the park and just being a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you forget that you can do that because it's like you read blogs and you read this and you're like, I need to be doing this and this is trendy right now.
0: And, and the thing of like being yeah. careerist too, yeah. like For always sure. like five year plan, like thinking how can I yeah. get from here to here? And it's also thinking, well, how can I just keep thinking creatively mm-hmm. And keep pushing myself as an artist. Right. And it doesn't always have to be good. And it doesn't yeah. always have to be something you release. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think it's okay to do a personal project. Mm-hmm. Like, how many paintings do you think like Van Gogh did that he probably never released? I mean, yeah. it's it's an exercise mm-hmm. a lot of times. Then sometimes you need to get, you know, artistic things out there. Yeah. You know, to clear your mind to do whatever the next actual thing you're mm-hmm. gonna do is, you know. Um but yeah, I think that's interesting. And and so do you think like because of that media and because of all that stuff going on, filmmakers uh, have more allowance now and more of a chance than ever before. Do you think it's just so saturated that nobody stands a chance?
0: It's tough. Yeah. And saying like filmmakers, what you were saying before, it's like anyone can call themselves a filmmaker. So what, what does that mean? I think, yeah, it's the democratization of art really. Like anyone can do anything. Yep. Yep. And, um, I think it's. I think the good products will rise to the top. Mm -hmm. I think the people who are focused and working hard will. I'm just an optimist, I guess. Yeah, you kind of have to. But I hope. Yeah, I mean, mean, why else to to be doing (laughs) to be stupid enough to be doing it? Well, I mean, (laughs) no, I I say I'm joking. I'm self-deprecating, but um, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's not easy. There's so many films. There's so many film festivals out there too. It's like. But Maybe too many. It's but it's it's weird though because it's yeah. like so many film festivals. But then it's so hard to get into film festivals, and it's so hard to get rele- yeah. your film released. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great thing. I think we're living in a great time to make films though because right. we can take so much power. We can release our own films. We can do all of it. It's just so much more work. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone's not necessarily going to hold your hand and pull you through it. So yeah. if you want to like bootstrap and mm-hmm. get it done, you you can.
1: Yeah. And I mean, depending where you live, uh, there are certain resources. Like I, I just was living in Baton Rouge for two years and I was shocked how many resources there were mm-hmm. for people that were publicly funded
0: the louisiana film prize yeah. they give a ton of
2: money Yeah, and they yeah. have this
1: thing called novak shout out jillian if you're watching jillian. um <laughs> <laughs> novak is awesome in that they pretty much um like foster people who could walk in the door and just be like i don't have the first clue what to do mm. um can i play with your canon t3i and That's they have awesome. like five of them and like people from any income level and background can like Play with film stuff. And that's like, so cool. I mean, cool. it's like publicly funded to an extent. Yeah, you know, they always need more. But mm-hmm. I just think that's super amazing. That's and awesome. And I mean, it's, that's it's in Louisiana. Really cool. Yeah, in Louisiana. Cool. Yeah, and I mean, here in North Carolina. I, c- I could go on forever and ever and we have a new governor and like things are slowly getting better. Oh, but good. like the films here were really big a few years ago. Like, yeah. they were doing like Iron Man Three and like I mean, granted not There's stuff tax that i There was. Uh, and then Louisiana actually slid it, in and yeah, was like yeah. they the legislators here pretty much just tanked it all. And mm-hmm. um they just didn't think it was good for business, despite the fact that there were like tons of people whose jobs like suddenly were gone yeah so it was actually really bad for business and you know i could get really political about it but at the end of the day it's just a lot of people who had connecticut
0: to... did the same thing they yeah. got rid of the
1: right and, and and they had to pretty much move you know either to atlanta or louisiana or some to la i mean mm-hmm. kind of wherever the work was um i did that because yeah. <laughs> i was living in louisiana and it was awesome but you know it, it was just kind of a thing where you know this is home for me and like i love to make films here and mm-hmm. i would love to make more films here but you know uh, when the infrastructure at the top goes away, I mean, even like the amount of people who are just students like shrinks.
0: In cre- yeah, everyone yeah. goes to yeah. where stuff is getting yeah. made more. because like yeah. I wasn't
1: tapping into those film stuff here because you mm-hmm. have to be over like, you know, a quarter million or whatever.
0: Exactly, you have to hit that mark but, before you can get that But it still credit. damages the ecosystem.
1: Totally. And so it, it's really interesting. Um, that's a tangent. But, it's a um, good tangent.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: but again, kind of connecting into the thing where I want more and more people... To, to make films because when I was in Louisiana, I spent some time doing uh, actually a really interesting class where I was teaching uh, video production with iPads at a National Guard Center with oh, kids cool. who were given the choice to either go to like military boot camp or go mm-hmm. to juvie. Cause oh, they wow. did, like they were Whoa. arrested for something like minor wow. and it was like this art selective and it was super interesting. Cause like all the kids, you know, they they thought movies was like you have to live in LA. Like, yeah. And I was telling them we're gonna make movies on an iPad. they were like, What? what? Yeah. <laughs> like you know they're like, What are you talking about? I'm oh, like, No, no, we're gonna so make movies. Cool. And so like we we did this like a uh, semester curriculum, and I was you know this guest there, mm-hmm. um, and you had to go through like a checkpoint to go on the base, and it was really interesting. But you know at the end of the day,
0: that's really rewarding. too. Yeah, You're it was like so
1: rewarding and like um,
0: introducing people and showing them. Yeah, you can yeah. do
1: it. And and it was just sort of those things where it just really opened my eyes to be like. You know, like we were talking about earlier, giving yourself permission to just go make something crazy. Mm Because I was like watching those kids that were like 14, 15, 16 going and making movies on iPads. And like they make cooler stuff than I made when I was like a freshman in film Mm. school because they just had no limit they weren't thinking like oh
0: and there's no pre- they're not putting yeah. pressure on themselves no, no, no. There, there they're going with their instincts they're not right. shutting that down
1: yeah they didn't all feel like they had to watch like you know Tarantino and Kubrick and yeah. like, live up to something that you do when you're a freshman. What is in film with school? everyone being like Tarantino? Oh, it's like <laughs> there's more I mean objectively <laughs> he has good work but there's so much better work But like, it's that's... it's
0: strange it's mm-hmm. like why is that the first guy that every like film school Yeah Person, well, I was
1: trying to pick the most like cliche, it's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like, why yeah.
0: anyway? It's not, I'm not saying he's bad, no, no, by no, any yeah. means. it's just interesting to me. It's fun, yeah,
1: yeah, it is very interesting. Um, and again, I think maybe with, he's a good
0: win way in for yeah,
1: people, yeah, maybe he's like yeah. the doorway, the gateway, yeah, yeah. Um, well, again, it just connects to like if people give themselves, you know, permission to you know, make this stuff and mm-hmm. do this stuff uh, with frequency. Maybe, you know, there would be other examples, yeah. you know, that aren't just like these huge temple guys, which, you know, not knocking them, mm-hmm. but you know, there's, there's so much out there, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so, so kind of like the next thing I was going to say is um, like when it comes to storytelling and like when you actually are trying to tell a story, how do you know it matters to you? Like, is it something that you have to have gone through personally or have a connection to, or is it just something like, Hey, I saw that in the news. Uh, it inspired me.
0: Yeah, I think it's just something I can't stop thinking about. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty, for better or worse, obsessive person.
1: Gotta be if you're making
0: films. Yeah, and if I start thinking about something and obsessing about it, mm-hmm. I need to process it. Right, And then yeah. it becomes something, either like a film or a poem or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Um But yeah, it's, it's just, I know I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. And a lot of the time I don't know what it is yet. Sometimes it can be an image and I'm like, okay, what's the story around that image or a sound or or, yeah. Like a, I see a photograph and I'm like, there should be a film about that (laughs) play. That's so mysterious. What, what is that? What, what's in that? um or location yeah it could be anything that triggers me and i'm like Mm. what is that what Mm -hmm. why am i so connected to that Mm -hmm. um but obviously my first film was just so personal but other stuff that i'm interested in Mm -hmm. i can't can't stop thinking about it well i feel
1: like you sort of have to say what value uh does this give to people if they're watching Mm -hmm. it and and there's a time and a place for all kinds of films but i mean with your film with gold star i mean it i mean watching it here was really interesting because I saw it obviously on Amazon when we did the last show a couple months ago. Um, But seeing it a second time was really interesting, like you said, with all these people Mm. that were, you know, caregivers and like it was the very, very targeted
0: audience. Yeah, I could hear her crying. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and it was super emotional and like, um, like it is also an interesting note. I sympathized way, way more with your character the second time. Oh, (laughs) good. Like, because I guess I knew more of what, not that I didn't the first time, you know, like. Um, we had that conversation when we did How a Human about how like you know the she's character she's challenging was
2: very
0: cold at first yeah. but there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And so the she second year is interesting. W- when you know. you're hurt sometimes you push people away right. like a wounded animal right. will bite. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's kind of like that. Well
1: and that's what's interesting about filmmaking is you can take a character who at a first glance appears to be you know a and then really there be. B. But mm-hmm. you just have to like whittle down the A.
2: Yeah, get, you have to reveal yeah. the right. layers of
0: Peel the onion. onion. Yeah, yep. <laughs> There you go. There
1: um, it is. <laughs> it's Classic. like film school. Yeah, yeah film school did the onion analogy. <laughs> um, so we actually have a Twitter question. Yeah, I saw yeah, I you it. Saw I'm it. For, yeah. he's writing or something. Okay, cool. So I wrote it down because I'm old school. Yeah. Um, so Roger of, excuse me if I mispronounce this, uh, Koji B Films, I want to say, at Koji B Films, I'll put it on the... Uh, picture on YouTube. Roger, what's um, up? You know, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, we follow each other. Yeah. Did, did I pronounce it right?
0: I don't, I've never said it out. I've never <laughs> heard him say, it here, isn't it funny about Twitter, how you
1: don't pronounce it out loud? It's sort of, like, in say my it in head, your head, yeah. Right. right. Um, so Roger asks, what is your writing process? Do you write a feature screenplay as quickly as you can or do you take time, you know, over a year or so?
0: Um, yeah, for my next feature, it takes me so long. Yeah. Same. I, it's I can't force Anything, um, it's brutal. I love it, but it's really painful. Like I feel like yeah. I have this kind of like solid frozen piece piece of uh, pizza doughs and the mm-hmm. analogy I use, and then it defrosts a little, and I slowly start to like mm-hmm. pound it mm-hmm. out and roll it out and stretch it out. Right. And I think this next feature I'm doing, I've been writing it for over a year. Okay. And I'm just now feeling good about it. <laughs> well, it's,
1: yeah, I mean, I can sort of elaborate and on that. And then I've written
0: some shorts in between yeah. so I don't go insane. Oh, you have to do other work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, that's like we were just talking about doing music videos. I love music videos because, uh, A, I, I love hip-hop. and It's like mm. my favorite genre of music. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just a way to connect with music that I love. But But B, it's interesting because I feel like when you make something like a music video, there's no sound there's you you're just free to kind images of images and, and, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. a different thing um and it's a good mental break like you said from writing which is so you know, i love it though i love being brought.
0: in my cave yeah and i love choosing i love um to think about music when i'm writing i'm really into um vaporwave lately <laughs> oh cool yeah uh, i've been listening to a lot of strange electronic music um when i when i'm writing and. Um, yeah, I it takes me so long oh, yeah. and I can't force um, I don't outline anything. Mm-hmm. I just like write and vomit down the paper or the electronic paper yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then I just See well. What did I end up with, and what what is my brain yeah. trying to say? It's all very kind of subconscious look, and instinctual. Yeah,
1: I look at writing kind of like sculpting. Mm, in that yeah, exactly. It's just like, like getting, right. You just you throw this big thing out there, and then you sort of whittle it down yep. over months or years. That's or exactly whatever. what I yeah. do. Yeah, because I mean, I don't really outline either. I, I sort of like have a note card where I just say like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know why I do ten. It's just something mm. I've always done. And and I just write like the beats. And I can't
0: it, even do that. Really yeah my brain just, it's archaic I, like it's I like a first <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't break anything it's just i don't know i yeah. I, uh, I i do have trusted people that read it and mm-hmm. give me that's feedback good. so that, yeah. that's helpful i'm yeah. like well what am i doing here can you tell me what i'm yeah. what i'm doing what my what my brain is trying to get at right and, and that's
1: that's tricky because you have to get the right type of people to look at your yeah, work. you have to really trust like
0: and honest people like people that yeah not even are Like it's good to get friends, but they have to not be afraid yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. Like I don't want someone who's yeah. just trying to be nice. Yeah. To, to actually tell me what you think.
1: Yeah, well, like one of many things I love about my fiance is that she's very, very blunt. Mm, good. And that like it's great when I have a <laughs> yeah. screenplay because she'll just be like, oh, "I love that," but I mean that. Like, why did that character do that? Mm. And like, I appreciate mm. that so much. Where like some people would be like, "Oh God, no!" Like, yeah. But that's that's awesome to me because like it's the type of thing where I feel like. Um, like one of my best friends couldn't do that. He'd be too supportive. just because yeah, his Yeah. So so like, like it's just, you need, you need to like craft the types of people that yeah. can do that. And like my film school professor, shout out Mike Tierno. Um, if you're shout listening, out, Mike.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: actually think he lives in Brooklyn. Now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, he used to teach at East Carolina university, but, uh, yeah, like he, he's one person I like to send work to, and like it's just you, you kind of craft those people in that yeah. inner circle over time. And
0: I think like yeah. find producers that yeah. are have good creative brains too because they really care. Yeah. Oh
1: man, getting a good producer that's yeah, that that's something I struggled with for a very long time. Um, I keep wanting to shout out people <laughs> as if they're here, but like my producer Bradley from Son of Clowns, shout out Bradley, awesome, <laughs> awesome individual. He actually lives, uh, he used to he made a whole documentary about Chapel Hill.
2: Actually. Oh,
1: cool, yeah, um, and so like. It was really interesting because, like, he came from a documentary background. Mm. Um, and then when I brought him Son of Clowns, he was like, I've never done a f- narrative work, but I-, I just like your passion. And he's mm-hmm. like, Let's just go for it because it was, you know, really not that much money. So for him, it was just time, yeah. So you know, and, it, and then you do to have find to find those people, people that, can that be like, yeah,
0: want to give the energy that you're giving, to yeah. you and believe in it, yeah, and yeah, because you're like in the trenches
1: for sure. And you need people you can lean on because mm-hmm. it's it's hard, like, I've Honestly, I have worked on some crews where I I felt zero connection with people yeah. around me. And uh, not so much with, like, my work, but when I would crew. And and it's it's a weird environment. Like, I don't understand how you could make something if you don't have a, a passionate connection with people. Like, yeah. not that you have to be best friends, but, you know, it, it's tricky. Well, because yeah. it's
0: long days and yeah. problems have. I mean, it's staying calm under stressful circumstances, too. Mm-hmm. It helps when you're around people that are really... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, passionate. And, yeah. Yeah, on the same page as you.
1: Well, you need people who, who will keep you in check, but they won't think that you're a complete crazy person. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's a good you reason. know, they, they have to be like, "All right, you're going a little <laughs> too far with that shot. You don't need 20 takes." <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they also have to believe <laughs> in your vision. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, people hey, that
0: aren't afraid to speak up. Right, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: Um so another question I had that was you know sort of interesting, I think, watching you know, Gold star a second time and kind of hearing you talk at the Q&A here was, was kind of your perception of time uh, after going through what you did with your mm. father and also making the film. Because, um, I mean, that's just something I feel like everyone obviously thinks about. But um, do you feel like your work takes on more urgency, I guess, after you make your first feature and especially with it being as personal as it was? Um, mm. Or do you feel like you just sort of make what you make when you can make it?
0: I think I make what I'm, yeah, when I can make things, um, I always put a lot of pressure under myself to get stuff done. I don't want to feel like I'm you know drowning and trying to stay afloat right. and, and not getting work done, but I'm also really um, uh, it's really important to me to make the best possible work I can mm-hmm. if, if my intention is to release something to the public. So if something takes a little longer, I, I don't I don't mind. Um, but it's also strange because going into my next feature, I don't really have any concept of how long is too long to take with a feature because the first one took took six years. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, how how patient am I allowed to be? Right. And have you found um,
1: an answer, or are you still? I'm looking? just going with the flow. Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, and trying to just concentrate on the work the whole right. time and not and not worrying about deadlines.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And Um, and is this
1: a project that you have more, uh, I guess, collaborators on than the first time?
0: Um, yeah, so, so far we have two executive producers and, Great. um, awesome. today I just yeah. locked in my two lead producers, oh, congrats. which was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, ah, yeah. so it's, the ball is starting to roll yeah. and I have some d- uh, emails of like, here's some, feeling. here's some like deadlines yeah. of things we need to get deadlines
1: done. are so good because nothing happens until people you start a date. making dates. Yeah. Like everything is abstract. Mm-hmm. Like I found that casting is near impossible unless you say this is the date we're going to start shooting. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if you're saying like, oh, we're going to try and shoot it in two years or a year, like it's it's so much. Different. Yeah, it's, it's more difficult. It's hard. Yeah.
0: So our goal is to shoot in the winter, which seems insane. Because oh, I just yeah, because I just locked the producers in, but I keep saying to them, yeah, um, and in the interview, interviewing them and with the executive producers, I'm like, I I just keep reminding them. But, you know, I'm willing to just I want to make the best movie possible. And whatever that means, time wise, I don't care. Right. Um, Because a lot of people think about festival deadlines like really early on. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying not to think about that at all because I just, you know. Yeah. Whenever we can shoot it, let's just shoot it. And there are right. amazing festivals the whole year. So I'm Absolutely. not going to worry about that. Yeah.
1: And and it's tricky with festivals because, uh, I mean, I don't know. For me, it feels like every time I make work, whether it's narrative or documentary, I always miss the Sundance TIFF deadlines. And yeah, I'm always like it's... in the wrong season. Mm-hmm. Wrong se- I mean, that's like such a weird...
0: Yeah. For Gold Star, yeah. we... For me, it was really taking... And yeah. I couldn't pay people anything, so yeah. I had to be really cognizant of that. With the editor, we, p- we couldn't pay yeah. him a ton, and he was editing another feature at the same time. Um, shout out to... <laughs> shout out to Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it... it and, and it made the film better, because it gave me a chance to step back from it. Yeah. And we did miss some deadlines, but I didn't even care at the end of the day, because... Um, it, what matters is what's going to stay forever is mm-hmm. the film. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, it and needs what to you came have out with. Yeah, yeah. It has to be good.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think that's just, just the point of filmmaking is, is to make something that lasts. And mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about time. It's like, you know, we had the whole chat about a ghost story the last time we were on mm-hmm. the podcast. And I mean, you know, you can take it that far, but like even just sort of just saying like, you know, what will people think of, you know, when I'm an old person and like, what will the types of films I'm remembered oh, for be?
0: That's so scary. I, I mean, just got like a chill. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's crazy. Cause I mean, a lot
1: of that is like, you can just, it's abstract. You yeah. Can't, you can't think you about don't have that. control over yeah. it too because i mean for all i know in 20 years i could be making like animated stuff mm-hmm. i don't know i have not a big interest in that now but i mean you never know well, i think it's being open yeah. to yeah. it and, and yeah. like
0: i said um following what you enjoy doing yeah. too because if you're not enjoying it mm-hmm. stop doing it it's too it's hard, too hard. <laughs> it's too hard
2: <laughs> yeah. it's too much work i mean it's like yeah he
0: <laughs> almost said that at the exact same time because it's true, <laughs> it's <so laughs> like, true. i mean it, it's, it's exhausting true. and too hard yeah
1: well, I mean, you stay up too late. You, you and you have to do everything. Money, you have to do everything. You have to know how to make okay. the
0: film, release the film, the business, the promoting, the marketing. You have to make like.
1: GIFs of your... <laughs> <Exactly>. Or <laughs> GIFs, whatever. I, I, I learned don't know how, how to do right. that. I, I was did like, recently. Oh, um, God. I keep shouting out people, but shout out to my friend, Ben Weissner. Uh, his film thunder road w- was the south by winner. oh yeah and so uh-huh. he was talking mm-hmm. to me about like making gifs for past works it's insane and, and it's like crazy because like at the end of the day you're just kind of like is that why i want to make films but but it actually feeds yeah. back and like he was telling me like all these new people like got into the social media because of a gif or a gif or whatever you, mm. whatever the actual word yeah is. i say gif
0: gif gif I used to say gif and then someone told okay. me it was jif. I say jif now. And I am I do say jif okay. now.
1: I, I also used to say gif. Yeah. <laughs> um. For, for what it's worth, yeah, he was telling me all about that. And it was like super interesting because it's like I started doing that and, and it's like how I interact with stuff that has nothing to do with film. Like mm. when I'm just being a person on social media. But it, it's like if you had told me I would be doing that five years ago, I'd have like probably rolled my eyes. Yeah. yeah. I've
0: had to. Yeah. Um, yeah it's it's a necessary evil
1: yeah and and it, I, I see the good of it though because it's like it is sort of a necessary evil but at the end of the day if it's gonna bring you like more fans mm-hmm. that would show up or whatever like and just support and, and just yeah. meeting
0: people making stuff yeah. and and knowing like oh yeah. we're all doing the same thing
2: <laughs> yeah well Let's support each other right
1: okay so that was actually kind of feeding into the next thing oh I good ask so like i Film, film, Facebook, film, Twitter, film community. Mm. Like, uh, do you feel like that has value? Because I feel like you know, I do. Twenty years ago, that that wasn't even a thing.
0: I wouldn't be on any of these social no. media platforms if it wasn't for the people that I've met yeah. that I want to stay connected to. Yeah, absolutely. Because other than that, for me, it's just completely toxic. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I mean, like, I can only scroll a news feed a few times. Like, a day before I can't stand <laughs> lose dance. faith in
0: humanity. Yeah, but, but I've yeah. Uh, the support right. system and the people that I've stayed connected to and yeah. met and I want mm-hmm. to support people and I, I want to um meet people that are making good things and um yeah and social media really helps with that mm-hmm. and makes it possible
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and it's fun like other twitter accounts like yeah. I love looking at one perfect shot and oh, seeing all yeah. of their. i I'm yeah. just like retweet that it's yeah great. <laughs> great 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 yeah um there's fun stuff too yeah.
1: Well, if I'm not careful, like, my whole feed could... I know, yeah, sometimes I'm, like, I'm just retweeting. their feed. Screenshots of... Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I guess, like, connecting into that, like, we, you know, we talked about how on social media it is easy for people to sort of, like, put up a front, in a way. Like, how do you stay genuine? Like, on... Oh, yeah, I... I feel like that's hard.
0: I've done posts, really honest posts, especially Mm -hmm. when I was releasing Gold Star, of just saying, like, it's really hard, and I'm not... Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, look, I'm not having a good day. Yeah. It's... I feel like you really shouldn't put out there this kind of um, only putting the good. Mm-hmm. I think it's really helpful for, for other filmmakers to see that um, it's hard. And there are some days where you doubt yourself mm-hmm. and you obsess about an email that you sent mm-hmm. that, oh, why haven't they emailed me back? Filmmaking is a lot of waiting too. Yeah. And, it's, and that can be if you're an obsessive person, which a lot of filmmakers are right. and Um, that can lead to doubting yourself and feeling like nobody cares or wants to see your work. And you know you do spend a lot of time alone when you're trying to come up with things to create. And that can be a scary time where you feel like nothing's possible and no one's ever going to want to see my work. And the negative thoughts can be really strong. And I think being open about that is important because we all have it. I think no matter what level you are, Um, in uh, filmmaking as a director, Mm -hmm. you're gonna doubt something, you're always dealing with some kind of problem. Um, so yeah, I try to be really honest about that because I have really bad days too, yeah, and really good days.
1: Well, it's weird because I feel like you know, and I feel like now, like, this is sort of a whole tangent, but like, with People being more open about things like mental health and like things like that. Like I feel like it sort of all trickles into you know everyone's life. And like the the film I made had a lot to do with depression. And I remember people would come to me like you talked about here. People come to you after the screening and talk about like something personal to them. And it's like if you weren't open about something that either you went through or you know someone that experienced, um, maybe that connection wouldn't have happened. And I feel like at the end of the day, like as small as that type of a connection is, it's important because it makes the person and you like feel less like isolated Mm -hmm. you know whatever that thing is yeah 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 um so that's what i think is really cool about like film in general as a medium because it can inspire i mean all art it makes
0: people i mean for me anytime i i want to make people people feel less alone um with any film i'm making So I really like films about lonely characters. Oh, for sure, (laughs) that's my thing. Well,
1: I I challenge myself in the next thing I tortured lonely characters. Try to not write someone so tortured and lonely. Have you seen "You Were Never
0: Really Here"? Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another podcast conversation. (laughs) It is.
1: I mean, but it's another film that, like, again, I can't. Like, that's a film I sort of have to watch by myself. I have to see it again. Like, yeah, because I need to like process it a very different way than you know, other films. It's just that type of a mm-hmm. movie. And like that's the other thing I think is interesting was that like when I was thinking about like uh what we were talking about earlier with like getting people out to your screenings and you know conversations, like sometimes it's okay because some films are hard for people I've realized to come out and watch. Yeah. Like some people just want to go see like the comedy at the Blockbuster.
0: It's and, hard to know? say. It's a film about a yeah. girl and her dying father yeah good times yeah. <laughs> it's hard.
1: And, and, and to be fair like also like i feel like sometimes when prompted people can get something out of it like even if they weren't willing at first but but sometimes i've also come to the conclusion like with some of my work is like you know some of it does get a little dark and it's like not everyone can experience that publicly yeah. like i've had people message me privately uh saying that like the film was something that they really connected with, but they I had to do that. it that's great. like on their laptop. They yeah. said like, that was the best way to do it. Good. And it, and it sort of changed my whole mindset about cinema. Cause like a few years ago I was like theater or die. Like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and obviously like, that's how I prefer to do it. But like other people, just, it looks better and sounds right, course, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like other people, like, I mean, if that's, what's going to get to them, like that's great.
0: I had someone message me on Twitter or mm-hmm. Facebook or something. Uh, a week or two ago saying that after they saw gold star it made them reevaluate how they were living their life Whoa. and i was like oh my god <laughs> a t- stranger thank yeah. you yeah uh it's what's amazing about having your film be online like anyone can see it yeah
1: well it's interesting too because like being online um it opens up the best and the worst of people
0: <laughs> yeah, i try to avoid it. I there's mean, actually I, one of my favorite user reviews of my film is on imdb yeah (laughs) and somebody somebody wrote this is a miserable film about miserable people Mm -hmm. if you want to feel better about your life watch Mm -hmm. this movie about these depressed people it's Mm -hmm. uh, like something like that but there's a lot of the word miserable in it it went over their head i I just laugh i think it's so funny to me because i'm like okay you kind of got it (laughs) i mean
1: you know yeah i guess but like again (laughs) that's (laughs) someone who probably was like oh that sounds interesting and then they thought it would have like a perfect happy boat tie ending and like a lot of people don't really
0: blocked it out they don't want to actually a lot of people don't want to do critical thinking yeah to be completely honest people are stupid (laughs)
1: yeah well some people are scared yeah like like, like, truly like good people just i mean they just they don't want to have that thought or conversation with themselves Mm -hmm. and and i'm not judging them for it but it's like it's interesting because i have read some reviews on my stuff and and other films that Mm -hmm. are like of the similar nature. And and I see those comments and and it's interesting. People get
0: angry if they can't escape. Yeah. Sometimes they just get mad at the film. Like, Oh, it made me feel something. I'm angry. Well, it's
1: like your job was to be Edgar Wright and make me like think all those transitions were awesome. God, (laughs) you know, and and, and I love Edgar Wright, but like, you know, that's not
0: what
2: every movie
0: has to Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Baby Driver, I gotta be honest with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it was my least favorite of his films. Okay, so yeah. But I still like I it. like Edward Aguirre you know, a lot. It's hard for me to diss the guy. But I was it. I was, you know.
0: Yeah. It's not it's not my thing. Yeah. That that film. But he knows what he's doing and it's a well made film.
1: Right. Um Do you I have it. a favorite film from him?
0: Uh didn't he, he did Shaun of the Dead right mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. Shaun of the Dead
1: I like that I like the World's End which is I feel oh, like End's the good. most yeah. underrated one yeah but like They're it was the like funny. Yeah. end of his trilogy yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I thought that one was hilarious um Cool. Uh, so, I guess, like, kind of to, like, land the plane, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, what What is your, like, biggest hope for film just as, like, a medium? Like, such a heavy question we're going to end this thing with. But, like, yeah. I, okay, so, like, my, my reason for asking that, I recently made a TV series that mm-hmm. was independent. And, like, putting it on Amazon, like, with the video direct thing, like, that was super cool. At the end of the day, I find it kind of interesting because, you know more people are watching my tv show than are watching son of clowns Mm. and and i wonder is that the direct like Mm. like way more people like Hmm. it's actually really alarming wow like to the point where i strongly consider taking the next feature script which i already have written, making it into a tv show into a series i'm not sure i want to do that because i feel like it's really better as a film Mm. but like the kind of evil side of me that's like it's all about the views kind of wants to do that you know so it's where do you think it's heading? Because obviously, golden age of TV. Where do I think it's heading? Where Go. do I hope it's ending? I guess a little bit of both. Or, yeah. A- a-
0: going, um, yeah. I mean. It's interesting because in New York, there's uh, a huge resurgence in movie theaters opening.
1: Y'all have incredible. It's
0: amazing. And with MoviePass now, I wonder if that's changed. I just got it it last week. I've seen four films in theaters. Yeah. And I just wonder what that says and if things are changing. And I think we've seen it with um, like Kindle, and more people Mm -hmm. now are buying books, and people want. I think people are wanting experiences again yeah. and coming out of our caves of, uh, not like interacting <laughs> with people yeah. and wanting to experience life. Maybe yeah. I hope I, I, for me, my favorite, I grew up in a movie theater. My favorite right. memories are going to see movies with my family. And I just hope that that never ends. And, um, and I hope People stay curious about different kinds of films and aren't um, Mm -hmm. kind of blinded by the huge money in ads that goes into um, bigger tentpole Mm -hmm. films. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be optimistic about why I went into film in the first place and it was um, connecting to a story Mm -hmm. on a big screen Mm -hmm. and being inspired by that. Um, Where I think it's going... I think it's just a lot of people being able to make stuff and um, a lot of people calling themselves filmmakers and a ton of a ton of work out there and probably just a lot on VOD. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people putting stuff on Amazon and, you know, experimenting and seeing what works Mm -hmm. and seeing what seeing what doesn't work. And I think that's really exciting also. Mm -hmm. And I think both can exist. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I'm really optimistic, I think. Uh, but maybe I'm just in a bubble in New York where we have a lot of theaters opening, yeah. and yeah, it's. I think it's an exciting time.
1: I, I think the the microcosm of that is like here. It's interesting because there were a lot of independent theaters, and they've been closing a
2: lot. Oh. So man. now
1: there's sort of like the two or three you go to. Yeah. And and it used to be there were way more. Um, Are and, the
0: two or three you go to? Do a lot of people go? Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's weird. It depends, like, when you go. Like, mm. actually, like, the senior hour is, like, the most lit <laughs> of all oh, of them, cool. I guess, to use a young person word um, <laughs> when talking about senior hour. But, like, it, it, there's way more people. Like, if I go at, like, 9 o'clock, it's usually me and, like, three or four other people. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Like, if you go at, like, 3.30 or 4, it's, wow. like, 20, 30 that's people. Interesting. A lot of it. it's, yeah. it's, like, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's just here. Huh. Um but, like, I, I kind of see that at festivals. It's a lot of times older folks will show up mm-hmm. and, you know, watch films. Um, but it sort of depends because, like, if you go to more rural areas, there's there's more older people. But if you come to, like, you know, Chapel Hill or Durham or Raleigh, yeah. there's there's more younger people. And so it's like a city versus a, you know, rural area kind of
0: mm-hmm. thing. But
1: it's interesting. Um
0: I just hope people want the experience of watching a film with people. Yeah. I
1: hope that doesn't go away because, you know, while we were talking about the benefit of the laptop guy, like, Mm -hmm. I think there's also benefit in going with friends to watch something or or just going with anyone to watch something, even if you don't know anyone else, just kind of that communal. Mm -hmm thing yeah i think that's important sharing
0: sharing an experience
1: yeah yeah i hope that doesn't go away i know that was it spielberg who said like he thinks it will go away or was he the one who said it probably wouldn't go i don't know i don't don't know i read this on IndieWire a few months ago i can't Mm -hmm. remember um but yeah i i find it interesting and so i'm glad that you have some hope because i kind of try to have hope it's you know like one of those things where You know, I love TV shows and I love making television content, like, because it was such a learning experience Mm. and you could do like a lot more riskier things, honestly, with the writing and storytelling. And it was actually really cool. But it's like, it kind of felt like I was on vacation from my main love, which was film. It was like, that was fun. Maybe I'll do that again. But like, I can't wait to get back to the long. Uh,
0: What what does scare me is the um, Mm. financial side of things. Like, how do we. How do we continue to make films when, you know, places like Amazon are lowering their rates for mm-hmm. filmmakers? Um, but they're also giving people so
1: much more of an audience. Like yeah. it's interesting. So there's a trade off going on. It's, it's weird. Like, what's like worth and more? and they're putting money yeah.
0: behind big film like Amazon Studios, yeah. Netflix. Yeah, these companies are producing films yeah. and financing films. But the lower, like the filmmakers that are trying to rise to the top right. to get to that point, right. how do you do that? How do you sustain a career if you're not making enough money to make that your full-time job? So that's, yes. that's, what, um, mm-hmm. that's what concerns me. Mm-hmm um yeah
1: well it, and it's sort of like part of it is being an artist and sort of what comes with the territory yeah but just I also, working non-stop <laughs> but also i hate that i have to say that like mm-hmm. you know i hate that i have to be like well
2: well because
0: we all do it yeah yeah like yeah. it's hard so you know unless you you have a ton of money mm-hmm. lying around from something yeah you have to juggle a lot of things yeah
1: um well, I'm glad that you have hope. That that's, that's <laughs> that makes me that makes me feel good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, to wrap up the show, this is I mean you're the first person. So yeah. The, um, the the thing I end with is sort of this is uh, I ask a question that is basically what are you struggling with currently as an artist? If answer however you wish, mm-hmm. and how do you think you can set a game plan to remedy that? And this is like always going to be the end question for the show. What am I? St- yeah.
0: What am I struggling with, and what's the remedy to that? that? That
1: you're gonna put into place, or, or you know, even if you don't know, like, what do you think you can do? Hmm. And I'll answer it too, because yeah, I think it's I think, it's, I think
0: it's personal yeah. expectations. Right. Uh, it's coming out of the first film, and I'm struggling with what can I expect for this next film, mm-hmm. and um, I wrote something that's pretty crazy, and I don't know yet what to expect with it so for me it's not I'm trying not to get ahead of myself mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to um, I think it's just continually reminding myself to not stress mm-hmm. about the end result and to focus on the now because I was so naive going into Gold Star I knew nothing about how hard it would be and now that I do I'm a little afraid yeah. so I think it's, it's focusing on the work and not focusing on oh man you know sophomore feature there were no expectations yeah. with the first film and now right. there are expectations so um not that gold star did you know anything he- like a huge splash or anything but um i don't want to make a film that's worse <laughs> yeah so it's um yeah it's i feel a lot of pressure
1: yeah well uh, i will sort of mirror that and say i completely agree and i would say like for me the biggest thing that i'm currently struggling with is is trying to stay true to the feature film format mm. is like I, I love it and like i see myself keeping you know that going but it's so trendy to not do that right now
0: i know and it's like i'm ignoring all that it's it's <laughs>
2: tough <laughs> my and, brain
0: doesn't work in series ways really? it's hard for me to think of something that's because i think yeah. in um such isolated characters yeah. and lonely characters and series mm-hmm. aren't really um good for that they're about worlds mm. and about tons of characters you and can their lives
1: so well yeah, yeah definitely yeah. well I, I would recommend doing it once cause yeah it, i should it try actually, it, it gave me such a nuanced uh understanding of like what a feature film actually is yeah like in such a non-textbook way mm-hmm. like even after making my first one, it was like I had to make the series to really understand features. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to explain, but I would just say like, tr- like you said, trusting the process, even if you know the funding is not entirely in place. Mm-hmm. Like, keep writing, keep yep. casting, keep collaborating. Just focus
0: on the work. Right, yeah.
1: focus on the work, and like you were saying earlier, remember to have fun. Mm-hmm. Because like, if filmmaking is not fun, I've always said this. If filmmaking stops being fun, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if if I hate what I'm doing, and I'm like, this is like feeling like i'm clocking in why would i be
0: doing it because it's too hard <laughs> I yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a better way to, to end <laughs> it you got you gotta love it i yeah. mean that's, that's the whole point um well hey victoria thank you thank you Thanks yeah appreciate much, it yeah uh if you guys want to keep listening you can Stay tuned for future stuff. Do you have anything you want to plug? Where can people find you?
0: Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, uh, Victoria Negri, at Victoria Negri, Instagram at Victoria Negri, and my mm-hmm. website, victorianegri.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to send out announcements through there about my next feature. Yes. Can you talk about it at all? Yeah, uh, so it's called, did I, men- did I mention I, I think you remember. mentioned I it t- up there. Yeah, I'm confused because yeah. I just did the q and I know, yeah. We're um, recording this right after she did the Q&A. <laughs> like, so, what did I talk about? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my next feature is called Ultra. Cool. It's about a woman who runs 100 miles across Death Valley, and she has a psychotic break with reality. Mm. So it's kind of this surreal sports thriller. Yeah. Uh, cool. And she's battling demons of her past as she's going. Cool. So, yeah, it's trippy, and it's uh, going to shoot in the desert. And we've uh in the budget a medic on set every day (laughs) because it's gonna be nuts. We 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 had
1: to do that in Louisiana with home remedy uh, because there were like venomous snakes. Oh
0: my god! And we were
1: filming in like the swamps, Uh. and uh, we had the like medic lady, um, sweet sweet lady who volunteered her time. She like threw a water bottle at one (laughs) to like and like tried to like get it away because and she would just stand there and like stare it down. Yeah she was a trooper and I was like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I um, would be running. Tangent. Way. But, but yeah.
0: No, it's a <laughs> well, that,
1: that's awesome. I, it was ultra. Ultra. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see ultra. Definitely keep everyone tuned about yeah. it. Um, and yeah, thanks again for being here. No, thanks. It's so, yeah. it's so
0: uh, great to be here and meet you.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: awesome.
0: Yeah.